Yeah, Kevin uh, Curtis played Utah State. Well, he came to Utah State as a transfer, started out at Snow College, uh, played with USU, got uh, national recognition, went on to the NFL, played for the Rams and the Eagles, among others. And he joins us now in the Full Court Press. Kevin, thanks for spending some time hey, with Kevin. us today. I know it's a busy time for you and your family right now. Yeah, it's it's been a, been a bit of a wild ride, but uh, yeah, glad to be on with you guys. Hey, Kevin, uh, I first want to ask you, we just read out of the gates, Devin Tompkins is about, what, 92 yards, I believe, away from uh, surpassing you in uh, receiving yards. Uh, have you been able to watch him, and, and what have you seen out of Devin? What impresses you the most? I have. I wish I, I, wish I would have been able to catch a lot of the more games this year, but uh, I've, had, I've seen plenty just in the few games I've seen to just see what a unique talent he is and what, a, what an incredible season he's having. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited for him. He's, uh, he's going to go w- well beyond uh, the numbers I put up. So, uh, <laughs> And, I, you know, I, the things I've noticed and the games I have been able to catch, I, I follow a lot, you know, on the phone when, I, when I'm not watching it. But, uh, yeah, just the way he can track the ball, some of the catches he makes, just incredible, incredible uh, ball-catching ability. And, you know, he's got speed. And, uh, yeah, he just – I played with a lot of guys kind of that same size, too. And uh, he, uh, you know, in the NFL, around that size, and uh, he's, you know, he's – the things he can do is just – it's pretty awesome to watch. So, man, I, I'm a big fan. Kevin, the, the – being able to do what, what you did and, and what he's doing, it's, it's rarefied air. I mean, there aren't very many people who – have games or have seasons, you know, like the like the one that you had and and uh, what what Devin is putting together. What uh, what, what kind of accumulates to, to make that happen? And it's a series of a lot of things that just kind of build over time. What was it for you that kind of got you to that position that you could have the season that you did and the career that you had at Utah State? Well, I, a lot of luck. I, I think uh, I look at all the. the things around me that, uh, you know, I guess uh, sometimes, you know, some of those numbers go to one guy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, my first year there playing with Emmett, Emmett White, you know, one of the greatest ever to put an egg uniform on, uh, that was pretty nice when every team we showed up to, you know, they all, uh, he's got all their attention, you know, and, I, you know, no one's really worried about me. It's kind of easy to to get some favorable matchups and uh you know there's just so just you know the the team around you it's hard to have success as an individual if you don't have things around you that just uh that work and you know and and the offense i was a part of you know they sometimes we kind of feature one receiver but i mean we had we had other receivers too that you know i don't doubt they could have put up just as good a numbers you know or comparable numbers as well and so sometimes you know one guy gets a little more credit but when there's a lot of a lot of other hands a lot of other people that uh deserve a lot to go with it kevin if i got this right maybe i have it wrong did you emmett white and chris cooley play on the on the same team at one point yeah yeah oh my did. gosh yeah it's like a that, holy trinity holy right crap <laughs> yeah that was pretty that's pretty awesome uh like i i mean i i played uh my first year was kind of was Emmett's last year, and uh, Chris had been there as a freshman. I came in as a junior college transfer, and so Chris had another year after I left. But uh, you know, kind of a kind of similar thing. I think uh, 
me my junior year, you know, kind of got a lot of attention going into my senior year. And then uh, then they found out pretty quick we had a, another guy, Chris Cooley, that that can do a lot of damage. And so um, that, that that was nice for me, too, as a senior, because he started – and he started getting a lot of attention from some of the stuff he was doing and, uh, you know, allowed me still to, you know, to, to get some touches and, and do some things. I remember when we spoke to Greg Grant for basketball that he, for a long time, held Utah State's scoring record, and Sam Merrill was approaching it and was about to surpass it. And I remember talking to him, and he was he he was a little sad to see his record broken but he, he was happy for Sam in the type of player he was and what he was doing to represent the university and, and kind of the, the success that he was having. How does that feel for you as this a, a longtime record holder for Utah State and seeing it that it's on the verge of being broken? Yeah, I mean, what's sad is uh, how long ago that was I played when I started thinking, uh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that was – almost 20 years ago, I'm like, wow, it's really been 20 years. I'm getting that old. <laughs> that's, that's, the sad, that's the sad part and all this. But uh, as far as to see, this, I mean, you know, um, to see my record, if it gets broken, which, you know, totally expect it to. Um, yeah, that's those, those things are meant to be broken. You know, it's uh, – and to, to see the kind of – I mean, watching them this year a little bit when I've been able to, man, to see uh, see the likes of a player like that to be kind of in that a guy like that to beat it, you know, it's, it's pretty neat. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm happy to see it. Uh, it, it means good things. If, you know, there's that kind of success going on. It's, I mean, you know, the Aggies are doing well. And, uh, um, so yeah, it's, it's nice to have your name attached to it. Kind of like I was saying earlier, sometimes those records, uh, it might have one name behind it, but you know, there's a, a lot of people that play a hand in that. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I think it's it's time it's time to put a new name there. I think. What are the similarities that you see of Devin Tompkins within your own playing? You know, I I, uh, I wish I could uh, had a chance to watch him a little more. You know, I I I know I never really like necessarily being compared to other players, and I don't hmm. you know intend to say you know me and him are similar in ways. But I, I just uh, you know. From what I've seen, just the the way he kind of attacks the ball, um, you know, his his catching ability is is first class, and uh, and and then just the speed he can, the speed he has to get down the field. I know for me, uh, um, I don't know if I made some of the catches he made, but uh, I know speed was a uh, was a big part of my game, and I think he ha- he has that definitely as well. I know I know for me, I my first year there, they we threw so many little bubble screens and screen screen catches that uh you know some of those things are receiving you see he's about to pass me with about 20 or so less catches and you know i, I caught a lot of those easy little screens you know and, and then just took off and uh and so i it's it's kind of i wouldn't even try to pretend to compare the kind of season he's having to what i did because i think i got a lot of a lot of easy catches like that and you know and and then just kind of took off but i that's i think that's one area i think maybe we kind of have some similarities just the ability to to get down the field and and with our speed, are there are there games that stand out to you more than others uh, when your time at Utah State? Yeah, there there, there are some for sure. Uh, we were kind of in us kind of there in that period where we were independent, so we played a lot of played a lot of big schools. You know, uh, 
Um, played a lot of ranked teams. Uh, it was tough. It was tough on the win-loss record for sure. But uh, yeah, to be able to go into and play against um, some of the quality of opponents, you know, I, I know we went down to Baton Rouge, played LSU down there, uh, you know, Nebraska, Oregon. Um, I had a lot of sleep last two days, so I it's hard to <laughs> have a hard time kind of remembering some of the details. But uh, yeah, kind of playing some of those big stages against uh, some of the be- you know better players in the nation. Were you a part of the Hail Mary game against, was it New Mexico, when Jose Fuentes threw that thing in the air and, and they caught it to send it to overtime? Yeah, I was. I think it was Chris Stallworth, if I remember right. Yeah. They caught the Hail Mary. Yeah, on the other side, that's right. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, I was part of that. that, was, that that's definitely a game that sticks out. I know we had Oregon kind of, I think they were ranked top five, four, or three or something. We had them up at our place in Logan, and uh, we kind of had them on the ropes going into the fourth quarter, and kind of we kind of let them off the hook. But uh, that was a game I remember um, being so close, and kind of. I mean, there's some bad memories too. I remember BYU. We were we were up 34 to three, I believe. So I, I, that's that's a number that's burned in my brain. I'll never forget. <laughs> but uh, we had them up 34 to three, and somehow oh, kind of gave right. that away. Uh, Lost by one or two. Didn't you have a pick but, uh, six to end the first half? We did. Yeah, there yeah, was. I think Jerome oh. Dennis, I believe, got a pick six. Everything, first half, uh, yeah, everything was just, it was like a party. It was, everything was going right. <laughs> and, uh, second half, uh, yeah, we just we couldn't, couldn't put them away. Couldn't finish. How hard was it to play independent football? Instead of being in a conference, competing for a conference championship, how hard was it for you guys to stay motivated through a season without having a conference. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I don't. It's interesting because uh, I know part of the allure of me trying to walk on to a school. Uh, I actually like the I like their schedule just because I initially was kind of had some interest in going to Kentucky, and I thought it'd be just to play in the SEC and kind of play in those kind of big program so i for me it was actually kind of a selling point in going up there to walk on because i kind of felt like oh yeah we'll be able to looking at the schedule i'm like yeah i want to i want to play against the best and so i kind of liked it but the reality is, is it's it's tough it's tough you know playing a lot of those big schools uh it's, it's tough on the morale you know wins as far as wins and losses go but uh yeah i, I think we did a good job though i think uh I think there was just there's a lot of pride as a group, and uh, we went out and, and we competed and and we played hard. And uh, but yeah, it is in hindsight looking back, not being never being part of a conference like that. Uh, that yeah, I don't even know what that would have been like. I mean, that, that does sound like a lot of fun to have an opportunity to play for a conference championship and and uh, and uh, possibly get to a bowl game. You know, those are things uh, I, I didn't get experience so. Again, we're talking to Kevin Curtis, uh, absolutely one of the all-time greats at Utah State University, and it always blows my mind that you had to walk on. Oh, God. <laughs> the type of what career a you had, you didn't get a scholarship until you were a senior, uh, and then you set all these records. Uh, you went to the NFL. Uh, before you got there, super fast in the combine, It was it's become historic, uh, how you did in the Wonderlick test, uh, and then you go to the, the Rams, and the time it was the uh, the the fastest game on turf um but that uh, NFL career 
kind of got disrupted with with some cancer. Uh, just so I wonder, just how are you now? What's what's your life been like since then for you? Oh, uh, since the NFL and, and the cancer is that? Uh, yeah. Well, mostly my biggest concern is the health wise. Yeah, how how have yeah. you been since the the cancer stuff that you went through? Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm in good health. Yeah, I'm in great health. Uh, that kind of did some things uh, to remove it at first, and then kind of monitor it. And about five years down the road, kind of showed up back in some limb nodes, and uh, so I had to go the end up going the, the chemo route, and uh, and that is a really treatable kind of cancer, and uh, yeah. They did a really good job, and you know, I don't know how many years it's been since the chemo, but uh, I'm not. We, mon- you know, getting monitored for five, six years after, and and uh, you know, it's there's been no signs of it coming back. So I, I feel great, and um, yeah, sometimes I kind of forget that ever happened. You know, as far as just because I, I feel in really good health currently. Well, congratulations on the recovery. That's that's awesome. Aggie Nations is happy to hear that. Hey, you coming to the game? I, well, I know you just uh, have kind of a busy week, and congratulations, by the way, on the uh, new addition to your family. Uh, Thank you. Aggie Nation was wondering, are you uh, going to be able to make it to the game tomorrow night, or are you going to be uh, doing uh, dad things? Yeah, I think uh, I'm a first-timer here, so uh, – and uh, I kind of originally hoped to – our, our – our due date was November 11th originally, and uh, the baby decided to wait an extra week. So uh, <laughs> we're, we're actually still in the hospital. I think we're going to go home tonight. But uh, yeah, I'm not planning on on making it, unfortunately. But uh, I would have been nice to catch them. Uh, last game at home, right this year? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, well, no. cross your fingers. Maybe There's, we might have a conference still championship a game host coming the up conference here. Title game. Yeah. Oh, so it's, so I don't think I realized that. So the they could host the conference championship they could all, game. And, if, and, if, oh. and I'm going to actually call Utah State out on this. If we are hosting the conference championship game, this man and his family better have tickets without him having to purchase a dang thing. Oh, my gosh. They better yes. take care of Kevin Curtis yes. or else I will have something. Yeah. <laughs> there will be a I, reckoning. That, uh, yes, there will be Salveson. from all of Aggie World, too. <laughs> so uh, if we are for hosting that game, Kevin, uh, we better have you there. And I think Aggie Nation would be more than happy to take care of you. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to be there for that. They they were happy to take care of me this week. I, I got I know had a, a few people reach out and uh, oh awesome you know, offered offered uh you know uh, John Hartwell offered a box with them and uh, you know I, you know a couple other folks as well offered tickets and that's so I, great. That would have been that would have been good to be there. And I'd love to love to see Devin make history and along with with his teammates and uh, and you know get another win and. I lock up this this conference championship. Hey, conference really final. quickly, I one more memory question, if I could, please. But uh, I, I remember reading a story, hearing a story about. Uh, I think Doug Hoffman told me this, the media relations director. But you had caught a long pass, and someone had tore your jersey from behind trying to catch you. And Mike Bear got duct tape or some kind of tape and taped the inside of the jersey to your pads. Do you remember this? Uh, I, I feel like I do remember, uh, I do I, remember the tear. Kind I of, just want to remember, I just want to know if it's true or not. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think so. I, uh, yeah, it sounds right. Holy <laughs> cow, that's incredible. I, I, I mean, I feel like I'm having a hard time, uh, talking. I, going on a couple nights of no sleep, but, uh, <laughs> uh as best of my memory, uh, tells me, I, I think that that's pretty accurate. 
Hey, Kevin, last question for me, and, and we'll let you go so you can be with your young family. But what what have uh, what what's life been for you after football, uh, after the NFL? I mean, what are you doing these days? Yeah, it's been a somehow. Um, I'm trying to think now. Ten plus years have gone by like that. It's it's crazy. I originally was going to take a year or two to just kind of. You know, enjoy some time off and then kind of find a new career path, a new dream. And uh, the next thing you know, 10 years later, I think part of that is some of the health stuff popped back up and spent some time getting healthy. Uh, but other than that, I've really just got involved with a little bit of high school football and uh, playing way too much golf. And then uh, <laughs> yeah, I recently got married a year and a half ago and and have the kid coming. So that's uh, or the kid's here. <laughs> kids here so uh yeah it's uh that's kind of how i filled my last 10 years not a lot but i've been enjoying it kevin congratulations on everything all your success at utah state thank you for everything you did for the university congratulations on uh being a father and to your uh beautiful other half as well uh wish you and your family the very best and we look forward to seeing you hopefully december 4th yeah definitely